Proceeds from advertising on this podcast will be donated to the YMCA of Central Kentucky. Since 1853, the YMCA has worked to strengthen the bluegrass community by putting Christian principles into practice through programs that build healthy spirit, mind, and body for all people. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing Evening Prayer with Bob. Good evening, it is Sunday, October 4th in the year 2020. October 4th is the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. And while uh, traditionally when a feast day falls on the Sabbath, uh, we move it to uh, another day in the week, I would like to take this time on this holy evening to make special notice of uh, this holy man and the life he lived and uh, the way that Francis' life and ministry has echoed down through the centuries and speaks most particularly to our world and our circumstances today. I'd like to do something very special this evening, which is uh, rather than to... uh, Rather than to celebrate the liturgy of evening prayer with you, I'd just like to share a bedtime story. My very favorite of the many stories collected about St. Francis in uh, a little book called The Little Flowers of St. Francis. I do hope that it blesses you as it has always blessed me for as long as I have heard and known it. In uh, Francis's honor, I'm going to leave the uh, door open in the room where I record uh, so that uh, my, my birds can share with uh, this evening's story. I'm so grateful to you and to them for being a part of this ministry. I'm Bob, and this is the story of St. Francis and the Wolf of Agubio. During the time that St. Francis dwelt in the city of Agubio, there appeared in the territory of Agubio a very great wolf, terrible and fierce, the which not only devoured animals, but also men and women, so that all the citizens stood in great fear, because oft-times he came nigh into the city, and all men went armed when they went forth from the city, as if they were going to battle. And therewithal they were not able to defend themselves from him, when haply any man encountered him alone. And for dread of this wolf, things came to such a pass that no one dared to leave the city. Wherefore, St. Francis, having compassion on the men of the city, was minded to go forth to meet this wolf, albeit the citizens altogether counseled him not to do so. And making the sign of the cross, he went forth from the city with his companions, putting all his trust in God. And because the others feared to go farther, St. Francis alone took the road toward the place where the wolf was. And lo, while many citizens who had come out to behold this miracle were looking on, the said wolf made at St. Francis with open mouth, 
Whereupon St. Francis advanced toward him, and making over him the sign of the most holy cross, called him unto him, and spake to him after this manner, Come hither, friar wolf. I command thee in Christ's name that thou do no harm to me, nor to any other. Oh, marvelous thing! Scarcely had St. Francis made the sign of the cross, than the terrible wolf instantly closed his mouth, and stayed his running, and in obedience to that command came, gentle as a lamb, and laid himself down at the feet of St. Francis. Then St. Francis spake unto him thus, Brother Wolf, thou dost much damage in these parts, and thou hast committed great crimes, destroying and slaying the creatures of God without his license. And not only hast thou slain and devoured beasts, but thou hast also had the hardihood to slay men, made in the image of God, for the which thou dost merit the gallows as a thief and most iniquitous murderer. And all men cry out against thee and complain, and all this city is thine enemy. But I desire, Brother Wolf, to make peace between thee and them. And to that end, that thou mayest no more offend them, and that they may forgive thee all thy past offenses, and neither men nor dogs may pursue thee any more. And at these words the wolf, by movements of his body and tail and eyes, and by bowing his head, showed that he accepted that which St. Francis said, and was minded to observe the same. Thereupon St. Francis spoke to him again, saying, Brother Wolf, Inasmuch as it seemeth good unto thee to make and keep this peace, I promise thee that so long as thou shalt live, I will cause thy food to be given thee continually by the men of this city, so that thou shalt no more suffer hunger. For I know full well that whatever of evil thou hast done, thou hast done it through hunger. But seeing that I beg for thee this grace, I desire, Brother Wolf, that thou shouldst promise me that never from henceforward wilt thou injure any human being or any animal. Dost thou promise me this? And the wolf, by bowing his head, gave evident token that he promised it. And St. Francis said, Brother Wolf, I desire that thou swear me fealty touching this promise. To that end I must trust thee utterly. Then St. Francis held forth his hand to receive his fealty, and the wolf lifted up his right forefoot, and put it with friendly confidence in the hand of St. Francis, thereby giving such token of fealty as he was able. Thereupon St. Francis said, Brother Wolf, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come now with me, nothing doubting, and let us go and establish this peace in the name of God. And the wolf went with him obediently, like a gentle lamb. Wherefore the citizens, beholding the same, marveled greatly. And anon the fame thereof was noised abroad through all the city, and all the people, men and women, great and small, young and old, thronged to the piazza to see the wolf with St. Francis. And when all the folk were gathered together, St. Francis rose up to preach unto them, saying, among other things, how by reason of sin God permits such pestilences, 
and far more perilous is the fire of hell, the which must forever torment the damned, than is the fury of a wolf which can only kill the body. How much then are the jaws of hell to be feared, when the jaws of a little beast can hold so great a multitude in fear? Turn ye then, most dear ones, turn ye to God, and do befitting penance for your sins, and God will save you from the wolf in this present world, and from the fire of hell in that which is to come. And when he had done preaching, Francis said, Hear ye, member, hear ye, my brethren. Brother Wolf, who is here before you, hath promised and sworn fealty to me that he will make peace with you and never more offend you in anything. Do you now promise him to give him every day that whereof he hath need? And I become surety unto you for him that he will faithfully observe this covenant of peace. Then all the people with one voice promised to provide him food continually, and St. Francis spake unto the wolf before them all, saying, And thou, brother wolf, dost thou promise to observe the covenant of peace which thou hast made with this folk, that thou wilt offend neither men nor beast nor any creature? And the wolf kneeled him down and bowed his head, and with gentle movements of his body and tail and ears showed as far as he was able his determination to keep that covenant holy. Said St. Francis, Brother Wolf, as thou didst me fealty touching this promise without the gate, so now I desire that thou, thou do me fealty before all the people, touching thy promise, and that thou wilt not deceive me concerning my promise and surety which I have given for thee. Then the wolf, lifting up his right foot, put it in the hand of St. Francis, by which act, and by the other acts aforesaid, all the people were fulfilled with so great joy and wonder alike for devotion toward the saint, and for the strangeness of the miracle, and for the peace with the wolf, that they all began to shout to heaven, praising and blessing God who had sent them St. Francis, who by his merits had freed them from the jaws of the cruel beast. And thereafter, the said wolf lived two years in Agobio, and entered familiarly into the houses, going from door to door, neither doing injury to anyone nor receiving any. And he was courteously nourished by the people. And as he thus went through the town and through the houses, never did any dog bark after him. Finally, after two years, Brother Wolf died of old age, whereat the citizens lamented much, because as long as they saw him going so gently through their city, they recalled the better, the virtue and sanctity of St. Francis. That story may only be a legend, but to me it remains a beautiful parable of mercy, of forgiveness, of honesty, and of compassion.
whether it uh, whether it happened or it didn't to the story of St. Francis and the uh, Wolf of Gubbio, I, I say, if it ain't true, it ought to be. We're all very familiar with the prayer attributed to St. Francis, the one that begins, Lord, make us instruments of your peace. We pray it several times a week in our own fellowship. But again, historians are can't confirm whether or not St. Francis himself wrote it, though it is in the spirit of his, his words and his life. But this, and I'll conclude with this prayer, is most uh, certainly written uh, from the heart and by the hand of uh, St. Francis of Assisi. This is the Canticle of Brother Sun and Sister Moon. Most High, all-powerful, all-good Lord, all praise is yours, all glory, all honor, and all blessings. To you alone, Most High, do they belong, and no mortal lips are worthy to pronounce your name. Praised be you, my Lord, with all your creatures, especially Sir Brother Sun, who is the day through whom you give us light, and he is beautiful and radiant with great splendor. Of you, Most High, he bears the likeness. Praised be you, my Lord, through Sister Moon, and the stars in the heavens you have made them bright, precious and fair. Praised be you, my Lord, through brothers, wind and air, and fair and stormy, all weather's moods by which you cherish all that you have made. Praised be you, my Lord, through sister water, so useful, humble, and precious, and pure. Praised be you, my Lord, through brother fire, through whom you light the night, and he is beautiful and playful and robust and strong. Praised be you, my Lord, through our sister Mother Earth, who sustains and governs us, producing varied fruits with colored flowers and herbs. Praised be you, my Lord, through those who grant pardon for love of you and bear sickness and trial. Blessed are those who endure in peace by you, Most High, they will be crowned. Praised be you, my Lord, through Sister Death, from whom no one living can escape. Woe to those who die in mortal sin. Blessed are they, she finds, doing your will. No second death can do them harm. Praise and bless my Lord and give him thanks and serve him with great humility. Amen. Most high, omnipotent, good Lord, grant your people grace to renounce gladly the vanities of this world, that following the way of blessed Francis, we may for love of you 
Delight in your whole creation with perfectedness of joy through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.